With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good afternoon, America. Hey, day after April Fool's Day is April the 2nd, 2015, and we are going to talk about the subject that has had many of us held captive. Have you been working on things in your life, and you, just for lack of a better reason, cannot understand why is it these things that I am seeking, why is it the very things that I'm doing, just almost willfully evade me? Why is it? that the harder I work, the further I get away from what it is that I truly, truly want to do. You know, I look at, when I looked at um, doing this program, there were things that came to mind, which just almost in, in many ways were just short of being um, filled with revelation, even astonishing. I look back. And I thought about the times that I aspired to make certain events take place in my life. When I, when should I start a business? When should I uh, make the decision to hire people, fire people, um, to trust God for the money instead of running out trying to go and borrow money or all of these things? Well, I'm going to tell you, it's so funny, as recent as yesterday, I had a, uh, a huge reminder of when God tells you to do something, homie, you might want to just jump up and do it because if you don't do it, what's going to happen is you're going to be like, dang, nabbit, I should have listened. My spirit told me to do blank or to get rid of blank or to go buy something or to return a phone call or go pick something up, and you don't do it. Now, think about it. How many times has that happened to you? Well, if you're like most people, that has happened to you time and time and time again. It can be something as simple as being uh, given the inspiration, and, that, and that's what we're going to be talking about is how God talks to you. But, you know, there's this thing that we get, and the word is called inclination. And, and what happens when we are inclined to do something has a great deal to do with um, the spirit speaking to us, and why we should not avoid hearing that. Now, the definition of in to be inclined is to have a tendency towards something. And if we look at where does the word tendon come from? If you if you look at medicine, it's con- it's a connective fibrous tissue that works with muscle and bone in order to cause. Um, or, or facilitate the ability to have effective movement and movement that has been predetermined. So when we have this tendency, when we um, match that with incline, which is an attitude towards something, you know, you hear us hear people say, you know, I'm inclined to believe what you said. I'm inclined to pay attention to what. Uh, to what my my spirit tells me. Well, as you learn these very things, you will start noticing that there is a direct correlation between inclination and tendency and manifestation. It took me years, ladies and gentlemen, and I do mean years, to stop being so stuck on silly 
and start paying attention to what God was telling me. I would have days, and I do mean, you know, this is at, uh, and I'm not ashamed to tell my age I'm 52, you know, and feel damn good. I look good for 52. All right, maybe I don't look all that good, but I look all right for 52. But at 52 years old, uh, you've seen a few things. And I watch uh, other people's lives as my, almost like a student would study a chemical reaction in a lab. Now, I'm going to take you back. There were times that um, in childhood, you see somebody doing something, and that, that thing you saw stays with you for quite some time. I have a guy that was like my brother. Um, long, he's been deceased for years, but we're the same age. And I remember when we were like maybe 11 or 12 coming home from school, he was in there cooking rice, and this and my boy put a whole stick of butter in his rice. Now, when the rice was done, I ain't going to lie, that rice tasted good. It was really good. You know, country as hell to be talking to y'all about rice, but the truth is the rice was, was really good. But here's the problem. Right then and there gave me the inclination that, you know, you don't need to do this all the time, and even though this tastes good, something ain't right. Well, needless to say, that best friend of mine, at the age of 39, he died from an enlarged heart. And when they uh, did a, a review of his body of autopsy, they said that he had the heart of almost a 70-year-old man. Needless to say, he never stopped eating like that. And another thing I look at is, you know, you go make a decision, you get married, or you get in a relationship, and you get into this relationship with somebody. And what happens, especially with men, so uh, fellas, you really need to pay attention to this. We make decisions based on what we see. Men are visual. We are lust bunnies. So we look at a woman, we look at all of her attributes, her hips, her curves, boobs, all of this stuff. However, we will have this little voice in our head that says, you know what, hmm. there's something ain't right about this chick. Ladies, you get the same thing with a man. You will date a man, and you think he is so fine, and he's all this, and he works here, and he makes X amount of dollars. And you see this little bitty stuff where he kind of talks crazy to the waitress. He, um, he betrays his friends. He doesn't have a relationship with his creator. Uh, his children, he is estranged or doesn't want anything to do with them or what have you. And, again, you this little tendon, this little tugging at your spirit, you ignore it, and you're going, okay, hmm, but, damn, he just paid my car note. He, he works at so-and-so. His job title is blank. He is built this way. His length and girth is whatever. Well, at the end of the day, this – inclination, this feeling, this predisposition, this willingness starts becoming diminished. I'm using those examples because typically it is in affairs of the heart that we fail to connect inclination and tendency. Another thing is feeling inspiration. When you feel that you are inspired uh, to do something, what is taking place is a urgency or a um, put it on another way a mental urgence to do something or, or i let me make this even simpler for you in the medical community inspiration has nothing to do with zeal and wanting to do something it has to do with breathing right so when we inspire, we inhale, we take in something. And what happens is, and connecting this to divine timing, is you feel this drawing in. You feel this urgency, this sense of nowness, this sense that um, you have to have this high level, of, above normal level of the desire to participate in something, to engage something. Well, inclination and inspiration are to manifestation what the oil is to an engine 
they are what the propeller is or the turbine is to a jet. I don't care how well you build an engine, you can put superunleaded gas in it. You can use the finest materials. You can use metals and alloys that are rough proof and rust proof and can withstand strain and test. As you look at these things, you ask yourself, well, you know, how does this work? What is it that, you know, I put it together? And many of you right now have fashioned a mess, and you're wondering why God hasn't blessed that mess. Another example is business. You get this inclination where you something is motivating and, and driving you to lean toward doing this business or going back to school or what have you. Now, that's the good part, I, and I'm not telling you that you're wrong. I'm not telling you that God's not talking to you. I'm not saying to you that the Holy Spirit isn't driving this desire because he is, as a matter of fact, your inspiration, the thing that is causing you to be drawn into this situation is an urgency and a correlation that your spirit has with manifestation. It is a jump-off point that is allowing you to turn left, turn right, to make that phone call, to go take that class, to go enroll, to tell Pookie, you know what, let the doorknob hit you where the dog should have bit you. It's that thing that tells you this girl is doing hair in the kitchen in her house. I already know something is wrong with this picture, especially since you already have some uh, alopecia tracks from how she screwed your hair up last time. Or You're a, a man and you realize that, you know, last time I cheated on my wife, I got and bought home a gift that kept on giving like an infection or some crazy woman beating on the door. Last time you cheated on your man and you told that one last lie about why you were late again and he kind of looked at you and the evidence was right there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to today's show. What we are going to talk about is how to spot that which is divine timing. And getting into that, divine timing is much more about you being willing, pay attention to something that you cannot see. It is very easy to know when things are happening that you have something to do with it. Good example. If I know if I pick up something and go put it somewhere, I know I did it. I know the effort it took to do it. I can look back on it and see the results of it. As a matter of fact, I can even plan when I'm going to do it. Here's the catch. As you progress in your life, you are not going to have such convenience when it comes to the things that God has created you, sanctioned you, crafted you, and predestined you to do. Things that are divine have to do with that which is typically unseen. When we look at the, uh, when, when we go back and look at divine things, Often it is, um, for lack of a better definition, it is usually an event that is caused by a power greater than your own. This is often likewise referred to as a miracle. You know, a miracle is an outstanding or an unusual thing or an unusual accomplishment. Well, divine timing is definitely that. So here's the first thing I want you to write down. Divine timing is unusual. Write that down. Divine timing is unusual. God's thoughts are not your thoughts, nor his ways likened unto your ways. As a, and further proof of that is anything that is truly inspired by God, he will never, ever, 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 ever give you all of it at one time. That's why you will hear in the word the statement that God will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Instead, you don't hear it saying, well, uh, it's going to pour you out a bunch of blessings. Why? Because any one thing that God gives you is going to be far more than you will be able to handle alone. Another example, as you are being guided as you're being directed. 
there will be contrast. Now, you might ask yourself, well, this is God. Why would he give me a situation filled with contradiction? And God only knows, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> my friends down in, down in the Caribbean and, you know, there's this thing where it says every whole, every pot has its lid, right? And it's so true. You cannot understand the contrast that is taking place, and especially in divine things, because it perplexes the human mind. I'm going to use, and no, I'm not getting religious on y'all. Y'all already know I don't roll like that. But I'm going to use some uh, biblical illustrations because I feel that they are things that you can reference later when you're not listening to this show. Go and read, and I'm going to give you a couple in case some of y'all get goofy with it and lose the point. Go and read about the fish and the five loaves thing, all right? That's the first one I'm going to show you. Here's a situation where, you know, Jesus is getting ready to go talk again to a, a large group of people. 5,000 men, you know, you guys know the story, so I'm not going to insult your intelligence, but here's what I want you to check out. These people come, and they come hungry. Now, this we already know if, if we go to Reliance Stadium or Candlestick Park or we go to, uh, the, uh, the, to the Forum in Los Angeles, uh, we go to the, the Starplex in Atlanta. We already know when we go to these places that they have a concession stand, that people, they've already anticipated that if people are going to be here, they're going to want to eat. They're going to have to use the bathroom. Now, if we, if we take that to another level, you would stop and wouldn't you just think that if God is going to, you know, in, in this context, himself is going to be present that he would have set up some concession stands, that everybody could have made a little change, that situ that the situation should have been one where it would be air apparent to the masses that these things that are taking place at this very moment, at this time, there should be provisioning set forth to make sure everything flows smoothly. Now, so I'm setting this up, divine timing. Now, let's, let's check this out. You already know that if God is going to be somewhere talking, <laughs> that is about as divine as you go get, right? <laughs> you can't get any more divine than that. So wouldn't you stop to think if God knew he was going to have all of these people, and when I say 5,000 men, we're not counting kids, we're not counting women, we're not counting Spot the dog, we're not counting the folks that's passing by talking about what they're doing over there, we're not counting none of that, but it was a divine situation. Now, check this out, because some of you are at that very place right now. You are sitting there, and you're going, I know that I was told by God himself or my spirit or, you know, some of my, you know, somebody confirmed for me that I should open this salon, I should open this restaurant, I should leave my security of my high-paying job and take this job making less money or start this business with no guarantee of income. And you know, just like this event with all these people being gathered, that it was divine or divinely orchestrated. Now, check this out. What takes place next is your number two on your list. You look around, and what do you have as a resource to work with? See, the first thing is God is going to always give you something that's bigger than life. And just like I was talking about that engine earlier, See, y'all thought the, that the dementia was kicking in. I ain't that damn old yet, folks. Keep listening. When you look at you, you, you crafted this fine engine. You, you know, you got this thing where you got the best spark plugs, and you filled it up with the best gas. And you know, you've hired somebody that is a, just a master uh, driver to even drive this this prototype that you've created. But the all in it. You remember I made this comment earlier about oil and I, some, some of you crazy religious folks, I ain't talking about no oil you ordered off TV, 
from that man, you know, the one that comes on at 3 in the morning. No, I'm talking about all that goes in a car. But the all that's in your life has to be awareness, okay? Step two, that is awareness. So when you are aware that you have things proximal to you or around you, if we don't want to use that word, to use, case, it was, and it's going to always be something weird. That's how you know a God. God has a sense of humor where he will tell people, like, you know what, Moses, I'm sitting here to go holler at the, to, the, to the prime minister, to the president of the United States, and Moses is like, man, I ain't got no security clearance. How am I going to get there? How am I going to get in the palace? And plus, I stutter a lot. And what y'all didn't know, Moses drank a lot too, okay, for real. And, and But God will say, well, here, I, you need something to take with you, take that stick. Well, in this case, there's 5,000 people. Here's this little kid with a two-piece fish basket, right? I know some of you guys, especially if you live in the hood, you know what a two-piece dark is. So for you guys can't relate to the fish, play like it's a two-piece dark from your favorite chicken place. But you go, he, he goes over, and he takes this thing that appears to be so insignificant, a little kid's fish basket, or to tell a man that stutters, you know what, pick up, take that stick. Now, I'm not suggesting that for those of you that are entrepreneurs that you take a two-piece dark, you know, a back and a neck or something to somebody in a meeting thinking that that's going to smooth it over. As a matter of fact, they're probably going to look at your behind like you're crazy. Do not bring a two-piece dark with you to a meeting. But what I am saying is that look at the tools that exist in your life. One of the things that in coaching uh, that I use is a diagnostic instrument where when I'm talking to a client, I will ask them, what do you want? And that's what God asked of you, right? He, he, before you got this idea to start the business, to uh, go back to school, to have that baby, to move in that house, God asked you, what do you want? And you answered, and then you were inclined, and then you were inspired to go after what you wanted, you show up there, and this is why you're listening to this show right now. As a matter of fact, the fact that you are tuned in right now listening to this program is confirmation that God's getting ready to answer you in a big way. Look around you. Connect what you have to work with with what you want. Now, I want you to take your time and think about this because I'm going to go back and liken this to this engine that you used, uh, that we created. You, you come back with all of these materials. You, you've got a carburetor. Well, they don't use that anymore, but you know what I'm saying. You've got a turbine. You, you've got uh, all, all of these pistons and these rings, and you've got the best gas in there, and you crank this thing up, and it sounds good. So you cranked up the business, and it sounds good. You know, I, I'm in business. I'm an entrepreneur now. You, it feels good because you're sitting in the classroom, and you've got your textbooks, and, you know, it feels feels good. You're pregnant. You feel your baby kicking. You, it feels good. You got that ring on your finger now. You're about to, you know, it's, it's weeks and months. You're, you're in a countdown now to your wedding date. And you're looking at this situation all of a sudden starts smoking in this engine. Something starts vibrating in your engine. Something Starts shaking the foundations. Matter of fact, it's not even shaking the foundation. It's shaking you to the core. That's why that little insignificant thing, that all over there, you, you, take for, you took for granted, which brings us to write down number three. What's available to work with? When I'm coaching people, I will say to them, you know, and let me separate this out so you can tie this to your life. The difference between going to a life coach versus going to a therapist or your mentor or somebody like that is the mentor is there to show you down the path, which that's good when you're doing something that's been done before. But when God's giving you a way to do it, God is your mentor, right? 
The other one is you go to the therapist, and I'm not knocking my friends out there, those of you that are LPCs and LCSWs, meaning licensed clinical social workers or licensed, well, you know, psychologists or what have you. I'm not knocking you guys or psychiatrists, but I am going to say what you do, it could be done in a heck of a lot more effective way, and that's why Dr. Young went the coaching route, right? So when we look at this, what I ask people is what do you have to work with? What, and if you don't have it, what do you want? What do you want at your disposal to work with? Well, in this, in this biblical story, there was fish and loaves. And it was something very simple. It was something very proximal. There was a stick on the ground. It was something proximal. So look around you and stop and ask yourself, what is it that I have right in front of me that I'm not using? Now, for you entrepreneurs out there, this is big, big deal, big deal, and hopefully this will help somebody. I want you to stop for right now and just think, if you open that beauty salon and there are no customers at the door, look around you. Who do you know that you haven't shared the fact that you're open with? Look at what's passing right by your door. Look at your Facebook page if you do social media. Stop and look through your Rolodex and have you, have you emailed people to let them know you're open? Or those of you in a relationship, and the relationship is kind of, you know, it's kind of good, kind of bad. Have you really stopped to think that, you know, only a fool, and might I add a damn fool, begins a journey without first assessing its cost, right? So have you stopped and thought about, well, you know, I know Dr. Young led me, uh, I listen to this cat, I follow him every day. Let me shoot him an email. You know, maybe I can't afford the whole program, but maybe if I can just get a foundation between me and baby, we'll be all right. You know, what if instead of you going back to that woman's kitchen again and having her jack your hair up and have you look like Burr Rabbit minus the collar, why don't you just go, there's a beauty school right around the corner where you can get their senior students, the one that's been doing hand in the living room anyway, but now they actually decided, let me learn how to do this right and you could go in there with $10, so $15, and get a perm and a cut. I mean, seriously, you don't have to keep getting your ears burnt, you know. Or what if you keep saying that, you know, all the good jobs are downtown? Move, move. You do not have to stay where you are. How do you not know that the person that you, the, the person being you that doesn't have a roof over their head there may be someone who just lost a husband or, you know, needs somebody to look after their mother or they got a piece of property and it's in a neighborhood where if somebody ain't in the house, you know, people are going to steal the copper out the walls. You see, most of the things that have to do with divine timing after you get an awareness of what's around you and then you look at what's available for your use. Yes, and I'm going to throw some hints to you. Uh, I, again, you know, Dr. D, I'm going to be transparent with you. You know, redeploying my brand this year, I was so blessed. There was a guy named uh, Preston Middleton, very close friend of mine. Uh, he was a guitar guitar player with a group called Teddy Riley and Guy. I mean, this guy's a phenomenal uh, a mogul in music and what have you. And Preston and I are in this meeting, and he says, to me, he says, uh, I want you to come out tonight. Let's let's hang out, bro. I want you, as somebody I want you to meet. And I knew then that God was showing me it's time to revamp what you're doing. It's time to take things to another level. You know, I get phone calls. I get them from overseas. I get them from down under. I get phone I mean, if you look at this show history, you've seen guests on my show from Australia, from England, from the Caribbean, from Barbados. You've seen all of this stuff. You've seen everybody on here. But the thing is, I'm like, God, well, well what, am I, what am I missing, man? 
Uh, you know, I've, I've had these networks call me, but I'm not willing to let them own my name. So well, what do I do? And God said, look around you. And it just so happened, I'm, I pick up my phone. Phone is flashing. For some of you, that may be a sign. Who's left you a message and you haven't returned the call? I know that ought to hit somebody right about now. But I call Preston Middleton back. Preston says, tonight, I want you to come out. There's a guy you have to meet. And I'm like, Preston, you know, we're both uh, in Kappa Alpha Psi. He's my frat brother. And I'm like, you know what, dude, I'm not trying to meet some brother that's stuck in what he did 20 years ago. He said, no, no, that's not, it's not that kind of party. I got a guy I want you to meet. Long story short, I get there, and there's this guy named Mark Gamble there. And Mark and I, we're with this nice event, and, I, and you know, the first thing, that, and I'm going to tell you all about this, this is that sign about being divinely inspired. The minute I started talking to this brother, I knew for a fact that God sent him there. I don't know why. I don't know what. And ladies and gentlemen, you know, I, you know, for my friends that are listening that are, you know, gay or live your own lifestyle, I'm not trying to be funny or be disrespectful, but I'm not gay. I'm a straight heterosexual dude. So it ain't like I'm looking at this guy with goo eyes. I'm looking at this guy with something telling me here is something that's bigger than this moment while you're talking. And when the brother and I connected, my inclination and my instinct was at a peak. So that's your other, your fourth sign. When what's available connects with you, you're going to get uh, a confirmation that is spiritual more before you get one that is physical. And what I mean by that, you're going to get a confirmation. Something in your spirit is going to be calmed because you're going to, at that time, know I'm supposed to meet you. At that time, there are going to be things said in that, conf- in that conversation that line up with the vision that has been given to you for your life. Now, we're going to take that thing a step further. But before we do... There's, um, I wanted to do a little bit of comforting. There is a, uh, a dear friend of mine, Brian Courtney Wilson, and I'm going to share something with you to let you know that for those of you that right now are feeling a bit discouraged, that are feeling and wondering, you know, am I by myself? Do I have even the closest uh, clue from God is this the right thing to do? I'm going to let you know, if you got up off your behind and you put one foot behind the other, if you have been true to the vision, if you saw the vision and you wrote it down and made it plain and decided that, you know what, now I'm going to follow this thing, this is proof that you're not alone. Already here by Brian Courtney Wilson. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young, and we'll be right back after this.
you know, if you want to call in, the number is 646-478-5610, 646-478-5610. And before we get back to our discussion, I want to let you know that if you are trying to get your life right and trying to get some clarity about how do I know it's divine timing, man? How do I know when I can do this? And you, you spend all your money. All your money is gone. You don't have another doggone penny or dime that can go anywhere other than to the rent, the gas, or the light man, or what have you. Go to Facebook and enter the, our social media contest, and here's why. Let's say you don't need it, but if you win, you can give to someone else a coaching program that will change their, their relationship, that will change their lives, that can let them go to a webinar and be part of a life class type discussion face-to-face with me and other people that have similar issues you can win a self-help kit where you can get the books and the meditation CDs that you need to get over your heartbreak and to find and discover the real purpose of your life. And even if you don't win any of that, man, you know, there's some other things like some homeopathic products that were custom designed by, uh, uh, you know, a pharmacy that will change your life. I mean, we've got some things that we want to give back to you, and all you got to do is real simple. Go to the Facebook page for D. Yvonne Young, that's D space I-V-A-N space Young, and hit the like button, comment, share, and the more that you comment, the more that you share, and the more that you like, and don't y'all ask me how these folks keep up with that, but they do. We give you entries into this raffle over and over, and if you win, not only have you won a gift, but you will have won the transformation of life for either yourself or someone else. Okay, that's the housekeeping. Now, let me get back to this show. Now, let's say, for example, you have been praying for a new romantic relationship, and you've asked God, like, God, you know what? I'm so tired of being by myself. If you just send me somebody that doesn't look like they would would go off walking around in the Hobbit or somebody that um, didn't look like they got kicked off Flavor of Love or whatever. You know, you really want to get something, someone, or you want some customers to come to your restaurant. You want somebody, you've got some good food. You do hair really well. You you know that you were told to go back to school, but it's hard, man. You're struggling and you're wondering what's up. Here's what you do, all right? Even after you get your confirmation, there's this thing called sourcing. Go back to the source again. Go back to the resource. In other words, what I'm telling you is it's definitely time to go and pray. And here's what you ask, and and I don't care what religion you are because you guys already know that my belief on doctrinalism and religion is it's man's way of making up through his stupidity and trying to connect with the divine by creating some ritual. Or maybe if I shave half the hair off my head and leave the other half on, uh, God will hear me. No, you'll look like an idiot. This what's up? Or well, you know, if she don't, if you can't wear no pants, sister. If a man tells you he can't, you can't wear pants. Slap him. Or the other thing is that, well, you know, if I didn't pray X number of times at this time of day, I'm going to hell. Not true. God is always present. He is always listening. And believe me, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, so don't y'all be trying to assassinate me. I don't have a Pope mobile, you dig? But there is always an availability to connect with the divine, with the spirit, with the angels giving chase over you to your creator. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to just say a simple prayer from the heart. We ain't, so you ain't got to be rolling on the floor, flipping around like a fish out of water. And if you don't talk in tongues, don't fake it because an angel will probably slap the hell out of you. So don't do that. But as you pray with a pure heart, it says come to God, right, in thanksgiving, right, into, into there with some praise going on, meaning come to God, not whining but thankful. Come to God with expectancy because it says without faith it is impossible to please God. I mean that, man. If you don't have no faith, you are not going to please God. But come to God under those circumstances with your heart expecting the manifestation of what you want. And be specific. Ask God to show you. God, give me signs 
that you're walking with me. Give me evidence that you haven't forgotten me. Let me know if I'm off track. Now, here's the key, here's the catch. This is number five now. After you pray, you make sure that you listen and that you look, that you pay attention, because most of the time, God answers your prayers right away, but you know what the problem is. You don't like the answer. I've had women uh, come to me. I mean, this happens week in and week out. So if one of my clients is listening, child, I am not talking about you. This is generic. I've had women in my office, and they, they want this relationship with some deadbeat man to work out. And I'll say, well, you know, you know God's already spoken to you about that. And they'll be like, well, what do you mean? And I'll say, look, did you find the phone number? In his pocket, did you find the lipstick on his on his drawers? Okay, I know that's graphic, but just being real, you know, did you see that this man is asking things of you that he wouldn't give you on even if you won the lottery, you still wouldn't get them? Those that was your answer. Y- y'all are waiting on on I, I guess Tinkerbell to come with a little wine fairy dance or like on the Flintstones for you those of you that are old enough for a little blue man like Kazoo to pop up and go, Hey diddle dum you know what I'm saying? It ain't happening. God is not a comedian other than when he likes for you to laugh at life and the things in your life. But he's not gonna make a joke out of you. Stop and pay attention. Listen. Sometimes it may be a song on the radio. It may be something you see on TV. It may be a sermon for those of you that are going to a legitimate church that doesn't have a pimp in the pulpit. It may come through the word of God. It may come through a dream. But listen, pay attention to what you're hearing. Second thing, look around you. After you pray, what you've been looking for may be right in your face. Now, here's the problem. Many of you don't like how it showed up. You don't like the fact that the person that can help you fix the house happens to be your sister you fell out with or your brother you fell out with or your nephew that's on crack that last time he was over, your TV walked out the house. People change. Give room for people to change. And the people that haven't changed accept that they're not going to change. But your job is not to change them nor to condemn them. Your job is to be a witness of them and try the spirit by the spirit. And here's what that means, okay? And I know for some of y'all that means distilled spirits like you mean Cabossier or Hennessy. No, fool, I'm not talking about that kind of spirit. What I mean is try the essence of someone's being. One thing about people, they are stable over time. So they may get on your nerves. They, matter of fact, you may not even be feeling them at all. But that doesn't mean that God ain't going to use them. After all, isn't he using you? And you know you are a piece of work. Now, you don't have to play like you're perfect because it's just me and you talking. But being real, you know you aren't even close to being what you expect everybody else to be. Because I don't care if you don't drink, you don't cuss no more, you don't do any of that. You think silly thoughts. You hold grudges. Hell, you're judgmental. So none of us are perfect. Then the last thing is pay attention, pay close attention, because God has a whisper for a voice. And, yes, he does speak to you through cyclones and hurricanes and the ground shaking and goosebumps and all that. But the truth of it is God is very subtle, and he's a gentleman. He will just nudge you into circumstances. Now, let's take this thing further because I know the clock is ticking, and we, we got lunchtime love, not afternoon or suppertime love. So here we go. The next thing is after that, and this is the big one for most of y'all, Accept God's timing. Let me give you a hint. He is not going to check in with you. He's not. And being honest with you, some of you have your blessing. The man you with right now may be your husband. The man you with right now may be what you've been praying for. But your little nervous, panicky butt. Every time something happens, you wonder, is he going to leave you? You think about that last fool you dated. Well, if you keep living in the past, you're going to miss out on the present. I promise you. And if you miss out on the present, you are blowing your future. 
Do you hear me? I'm going to repeat it again for those of you that were chewing on that fish sandwich. If you are dwelling in your past, you are missing your present. And if you're missing your present, how in the heck are you going to have a future? See, this, the step six, this last step, has nothing to do with you. Now, granted, and I'm here to tell you, me and the Holy Spirit, I know the Holy Spirit would be like, Lord Jesus, here this Negro comes again. I already know God finds me to be his entertainment on a boring day in heaven. But the truth of it is, like yourself, let's, let's just you and I be honest right now. Come on, come on, Canada. Let's be honest. Come on, all right? Come on. You guys, you right there, you're sitting in L.A., you're listening to this show. You in Louisiana that's sitting up listening to this show. You in New York. You know, come on, I mean, let's, I'm going to get all of us together. Let's admit it. Every time we start panicking, okay, I left out you folks in Dallas, you too. Every time you start panicking, has God ever failed you? Come on, be honest. Now, yeah, he did not come when you wanted him to. But let's stop and think, think about it. Had he given you what you needed right when you asked for it, would it have been the right time? Let's be real. There are lessons that you learn that are part of the process, and, and this is how stupid it is. It's like you going whitewater rafting, and you get up at the top of the, where they get in the raft, and you tell the man, that's okay, put the raft back, and we're going to ride down parallel to the water, and then when we get almost to the end, we'll get out, throw the raft in the water, and go to the end of it, and we will have been whitewater rafting. You have missed that point. You missed out on the journey, and see, it's the journey. It's, it's the not going against the current because, let's face it, when it's real life, can you turn the current off? No. But some things that are going to be formed in your character, certain things that will be formed in your belief system, certain things that are going to be manifested by you going through and enduring challenges and, and contrast. I used that word earlier, that when God puts the contrast. See, if you look at, uh, you go and play with your TV, those of you that have a modern TV or even a computer screen, turn down the contrast. Everything looks black. Everything looks the same. Contrast distinguishes things. So part of this divine timing and, and you, know, you know, asking God that simple question of, you know, how do I do things in your time, not yours, but the biggest part of it is acceptance. You know, there's, a, there's something I love to read um, in Scripture. It says, to everything there is a season. And to every purpose under heaven, meaning I don't care where you are, you could be on the, the on Skylab. You, it, this applies to you. There's a time to be born. There's a time to die. There's a time to plant. There's a time to pluck. There's a time to kill. Don't y'all kill nobody. Don't do not. Some of y'all gonna take that literally. Don't do it, please. Okay. There's a time to kill and a time to heal. There's a time to break down. There's a, in other words, there's a time to cry out for help from people. There's a time to build yourself up. Quit waiting on somebody to come and encourage you. Encourage yourself. There's a time to weep. It's okay to cry. And but when stop crying, don't cry all the doggone time. There's a time to laugh. You know what I'm saying? There's a time to dance. There's a time to moan. There's a time to sow. There's a time to reap. There's a time to keep. There's a time to pack somebody's bags and tell them to get the hell out of your house. There's a time to sow. There's a time to reap. And some of y'all really need to hear this. There's a time to shut your mouth and there's a time to speak. In other words, what time is it? And I'm not saying that in the flavor flavor way, even though it's boy, that's my dude. But it's not like that. Many of you are missing what God has for you because you're trying to rush something that's not meant to happen yet. And let's say, let's just say, and especially you women that want this man and want to be married and think, you know, because he brushed his teeth and, and took a wash off, he's the right man. Sister, he may be, but maybe God's still working on you. Maybe you need to lose 
twenty or ninety pounds or something. Maybe the maybe uh, he, he's not really where he needs to be spiritually. Maybe God has, isn't through with him yet. Maybe he may love you, but he doesn't love his Creator and he doesn't love why he's here. Maybe. He can't be a father to your children because he ain't being one of his, maybe. You know what I'm saying? In other words, there's a reason why manifestation has not taken place in your life yet. That's number six. Being aware, being present, being in the moment, understanding that, you know what? God, I'm not as ready as I think I am. You know, and now let's go back through these six things. The first thing I said it was the sign in God's timing is he will give you inclination and inspiration. So if you feel inclined and you feel it's probably God, homie, it probably is, not unless you're smoking and you're just trying to get some money to go get you another hit. Okay, well, that's not you being inspired. That's you being kind of stupid. But the truth of it is when it's God inspiring you, you will have an urgency. You can't describe. You can't shake it. And something that just almost pull you like a magnet pulling metal, it will pull you toward those circumstances and that tendency to keep going that way. You remember that tendon and you, that connects bone to muscle and what have you? That tendon can't go in different directions. So that tendency is going to be working for your good. Now, I, I said this to someone earlier today. You know, somebody asked me, they said, well, how do you know it's really God and not you? I'm going to tell you how. You remember them two fish and five loaves I told you about? There was bundles of it left. When they got through feeding all those people, there was an abundance. In other words, that little bit of oil that goes in your engine takes you 50,000 miles, up to about five quarts of oil. Your engine weighs how much? How much gas do you put in that thing that you're driving, that cash for clunker you riding around in right now? How much gas does it take for that thing to ride every week? Because if you like me, you're getting ticked off every time you buy gas, right? I'm no doggone well, I'm pissed. But when you buy gas, you put in, what, 10, 15 gallons every week. Do you put in oil every week? No. You know, just like Moses and that stick. You know what I'm saying? The stick turned into a snake. The stick turned the water to blood. The stick, you know, I mean, I, I'm quite sure you probably took that thing whacked Aaron upside the head with it a couple of times. But the truth of it is, this little thing that's available to you is a seed of some sort. So it may be calling your homegirl up. It may be just staying home and and looking and using the tools. It may be you can't you buy new new tools right now. Go to the pawn shop. I promise you, somebody done smoked up the tools you need, and they at the pawn shop. I promise you. I don't care if you're a mechanic. Maybe you just cutting yards. Maybe you're a beautician. You know what, child? You need to get some new combs. Cause don't put no used comb in nobody's head, please. And and whatever you do, don't put no used bag of hair in nobody's head. That's nasty. But but the truth of it is, what there is something available to you that is going to be a source of fruit that is going to bear more fruit than what it looks like. And then that that you know, here's that third thing: the confirmation will be there. It will be spiritual. There's going to be a divine orchestration where you and this person are going to both say, you know what, I didn't even plan to be here right now. I remember when I was Preston told me to meet Gamble. I don't go to that kind of junk. I don't hang out. And when I got there, you know, this dude had other stuff to do. I had other stuff to do. And we both just so happened to be at the same place at the same time to have the same discussion. And right now that dude has been the biggest blessing in my life. You know what I'm saying? So look at who God is sending, what he's sending. And sometimes it might not be a person. It may not be money. I can tell you this much. Favor goes a lot further than money. That's real, okay? And that's favor. Look for God. Look for where you may not have the money that someone may say, well, you know what, okay, and but you've got to be square with people. You've got to tell them, you know what, I can't afford to pay for this right now, and but I am going to pay you. 
And here's what I intend to do it. Now, if something happens and I can't, I want to say today that that could be the case. So don't throw me away then. See what I'm getting at? Just be humble. Be meek. Be you, man. Meek does not mean weak. And another thing, stop settling for other people's less than. When people promise you the sky and throw a rock at you that's painted blue, it's not the same thing, boo. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Pay attention and expect the best. But whatever you're expecting from other people, be willing to give that because you are going to get these folks that's trying to get in where they fit in. You are going to get some people that's going to pimp you like you got on a miniskirt on the corner and give you $3 for something that should have cost 7 You are going to have those. In, but if you didn't have contrast, how could you appreciate a good man if you hadn't had a bad one? How could you appreciate being loved by someone unless you've been mistreated by someone else? How would you know that it's the right location well, if you got any sense, you would do a feasibility study, right? But let's say you're just a little stupid and your last three businesses fail. Maybe this time you might want to stop and think, why did my last three businesses fail? Well, you opened up a liquor store right across from the police station. Not a good idea, right? So there's certain things that you have to just pay attention to. And and this is called after you pray, listen. And if God tells you something like, fool, don't put that over there. Don't do it. Okay, he only talks to me like that, not you. But uh, he may tell you, look, slow your roll. You're so busy doing that you are, you are seeing stuff, but you're not looking at it. Look means to proceed it, to take the time, and then pay attention. Become aware in the moment. Don't Don't get so caught up into what happened before, talking about, well, I used to, I used to. It ain't, whatever you did in the past is not going to do anything but serve as a mental memoir for what you better not do right now or what you could do right now that may work. But don't discount it. Be in the present because if you're not in the present, you blow your future. And the last thing, folks, accept God's timing. He has. He knows what you don't know. God never sleeps. And like I said to you before, he has never left you nor forsook you before. So you don't have to worry about him forsaking you now. Now, here's the thing. If you have missed part of this broadcast, don't trip. The archive is right there. You can just go and hit this thing and play every episode of this program is archived for you. Um, a couple of other things, Sunday night. Definitely tune in. I got a surprise for you. It's going to be a um, show that, you know, we're going to be talking about during the month of April um, about restoration and manifestation and facilitation of your dreams. God did not give you the dreams that you have to waste your time. It's not an accident. So don't get so quick, man. Don't throw in the towel. Don't give up. There is something greater waiting on you. Now, Last time I'm going to say this one. If you're going through whatever, I don't care if it's the death of a loved one, a breakup, or you're even about to get married, about to start a business. But bottom line, the criteria is you are getting ready to embark on a new season in your life. Make sure you go to our Facebook page, the dyvonneyoung.com Facebook page, and enter the contest. It's not a gimmick, folks. I don't do gimmicky stuff. So you don't have to worry about, are we trying to, you know, sell you a prayer cloth? I ain't doing no mess like that. But I am trying to help you and give you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. But you can't win if you don't enter. So all you have to do is you'll see the thing on the page where it says enter to win. Just click on it, and it says you don't even have to type in. It says, well, do you want to log in with Twitter? you want to log in with Facebook? Just log in with Twitter. You don't even have to fill anything out, and they keep track of everything. If you win, you can win everything from some relationship counseling to some guidance and, and coaching for you. And let me change that relationship coaching, say that appropriately. Um, you can also be participate in a, uh, a life-changing webinar. 
that you will be able to get a self-help kit to kind of get you on tracks. And then the other part is a one-on-one session with me. We're going to give that stuff away. When that's done, man, you will know all your blind spots, who you are, who you aren't, why people keep thinking you're crazy when you're really just kind of goofy or you realize that you're not. They're really crazy, and you're the one that's a little goofy, but at least you'll know, right? And at the end of all of this stuff, you can take uh, just a moment to click here, click there, share your thoughts, share your opinions, and it will change your life in such a wonderful way. Anyway, this has been Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. If uh, we couldn't get to your calls, we're so sorry about that, but I want you to know we love you. We will talk to you again on Sunday night, and that show is going to be one heck of an episode. So tune in. That will be at 7.30 Central, 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific Time. I love you. Have an awesome day. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.